in our own lives, we're going to experience stress after stress. That's just how life is. And not all of that is bad because I do believe that it helps us learn and grow and become better at managing those things and being able to calm ourselves down in those stressful moments. This is Grow To Be Free, a self-development podcast that helps ambitious ladies pursue their dreams while finding peace, happiness, and maintaining a thriving mental health. My name is Kiani, and I burnt myself out at age 22. I didn't know my purpose, I hated my job, I thought money was the answer to all my problems, and girl, was I sad. I fought through anxiety and depression by working on myself non-stop. Now, I can honestly say that I am happy, I find peace every single day, and I'm on a journey to discover my best life. Join me as I sit with other ambitious gals who have learned to unlock this new level of life. Think of us as the girlfriends that actually grow with you. We'll share all the tangible tips to help you transform your mindset, mental health, relationships, faith, and finances. Plug in your headphones, get ready to jot down some notes, and let yourself be inspired. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Grow To Be Free podcast. Thanks so much for being here and being a part of the self-worth series that we have just wrapped up. It has been such a rewarding time to listen to all of the perspectives of the wonderful women that I had the pleasure of interviewing. And for this episode, I am going to circle back to mental health, specifically anxiety, because this is something that I personally struggle with myself. And apparently a lot of you and a lot of Americans in general struggle with this as well. According to Statista.com, anxiety is the most common mental illness in the United States, typically affecting about 18.1% of the population every year. But within the last two years, the high highest percentage of people who reported symptoms of anxiety disorder were 37.2%. That was during November of 2020, which we all know was election time, and so definitely makes sense why a lot of people were experiencing anxiety during that time. However, within the last week, which at the time of this recording was about February 26th through March 5th, I want to say, it was about 27.2%, which is still really high, definitely higher than the, the typical national average. So it is something that we're still struggling with now and will likely continue to experience since anxiety tends to stick around after traumatic life events. And as we all know, we've been through some very traumatic life events as a country, as a world, as a human race. So I'm excited to talk to you about this today because I have struggled personally with anxiety for much of my life. I've struggled with panic attacks and although I'm not clinically diagnosed with anxiety, I do have very close family members who are clinically diagnosed. So I feel like this is something that I can talk about because in recent years, I have done a pretty good job of figuring out ways to manage my own anxiety, keep panic attacks at bay, and be able to calm myself down and take control during times where I feel like my anxiety is taking over. And if you are clinically diagnosed with anxiety, 
no worries. I think these tips can still help you in some way, but do keep in mind to also talk to your therapist about different ways that can help you out if you are experiencing heightened anxiety during these times. However, I do encourage you to listen to this and see if anything works out for you. If it doesn't, I would be happy to hear your feedback and be happy to hear what works for you because what might work for me might not work for somebody else. I want to share what has been working for me so that way other people might be able to have some benefit from that as well. So what does inner peace really mean? Inner peace refers to a deliberate state of psychological or spiritual calm despite the potential presence of stressors. And that definition is from Wikipedia. However, I think it is super key because it highlights the point that despite the potential presence of stressors, meaning that despite what is going on around you, you are still able to reach that psychological or spiritual calm, which is super important because life is never going to slow down. COVID's never going to go away, in my opinion, and the world is never going to be at peace, in my opinion. There's always going to be something new that crops up that is going to cause stress among society, amongst, unfortunately, our family and friends. In our own lives, we're going to experience stress after stress. That's just how life is. And not all of that is bad because I do believe that it helps us learn and grow and become better at managing those things and being able to calm ourselves down in those stressful moments. There's a story that I have heard, I don't know where I heard it from, that can kind of help you depict what this really looks like. So uh, picture there is a painting competition. The challenge is paint a painting that looks like peace to you. There were several entries, one being a picture of a beach scene, another a picture of a lake with a farmer sleeping underneath a shady tree, another being a landscape of a mountain with trees blowing in the wind, and the other, another painting was a tumultuous storm with huge crashing waves, dark, stormy, just looking like a crazy ocean. And in the little corner you can see there's a family of ducks, ducklings and the mom duck sleeping on a rock amongst this big old storm. Which painting do you feel like won the competition? To everybody's surprise, it is the one that was a tumultuous storm. And the ability of those ducklings to still sleep and still be at peace, still be at calm despite the storm. That image just really resonates with me and really sticks with me throughout time because it takes me back to everything going on in 2020, 21, 22, all these crazy things that we're dealing with in the world and how we still gotta reach peace somehow or else we're not gonna have a healthy mental state. And we all desire that in some way and we cannot control what goes on around us, but we can control what goes on within us. So this inner peace, what does it really feel like? It feels like a complete calmness, not a single feeling of worry, 
and being fully present, not thinking about the past or the future, and just feeling like your body has no tension in it. That to me is what inner peace feels like. So how can you tap into inner peace when you're stressed or anxious? I have six ways that I've been able to do this for myself and hopefully they can help you out again if you are struggling more outside of these six tips. I definitely recommend being in therapy if you're not already and asking your therapist what they recommend to you. So number one, stop and breathe. When you're feeling anxious, it is very easy to kind of go on a rampage of different thoughts and emotions and trying to figure out a million things at once. A really great way to like de-escalate that process is to stop and just focus on your breathing. I have a few breathing te techniques that have really worked for me and there are many of them out there, but these are some that have really worked for me. One of them being the uh, box technique. And so this technique is where you inhale for four counts and you hold at the top of your breath for four counts and then you exhale for four counts and then you hold at the bottom for four counts. So it's called the box technique because if you think it's going up when you exhale, you're holding, that goes across, exhale, you go down and then you hold it again, that goes across, it kind of makes a little box and that's how you can remember it. This one admittedly is kind of challenging for me the hold at the bottom is, is kind of difficult for me to do and sometimes it causes more stress. So I do a modified version of it where I don't do the hold at the bottom and I just exhale for longer. And that brings me to the next technique, which is the longer exhale. So what that means is let's just say that you inhale for four counts and then you exhale for longer than four counts. It could be any amount. I usually try to challenge myself to do as many counts as possible exhale. So inhale for four and then exhale for six or eight or however long that I can. That has been so key for me, just being able to calm my nerves and being able to just bring my body into a de-escalated state. And it actually does something really amazing to me. It, it kind of calms my brain and like clears up brain fog that comes on with anxiety or stress. And another technique that you can use, it's not really for breathing exactly, but it does help you stop and become more present. It is the five, four, three, two, one technique. So number five, what you do is you stop and you look at five things that you can see and you call them out. So whether it be the sky, your house, your plants, the people walking down the street, the birds in the sky, anything. Number four is four things that you can hear. So that could be the neighbors talking, the birds chirping, the wind rustling the plants around you, somebody walking on gravel, just about anything. Number three is three things that you touch or you can touch in this moment. That could be the clothes on your skin, the wind in your hair, the sun on your skin, 
anything that you can feel, call it out. Then number two is two things that you can smell. So I struggle with this admittedly, but try your best to just pick out anything. It could be the trash. (laughs) Food is pretty easy to call out if you smell food. The flowers around you, the fresh air, the dirty sweat BO of people working out near you. (laughs) And number one, that is one thing that you can taste. And that could even be your meal that you ate a few minutes ago, a few hours ago, you know, just lingering around in your, in your mouth. Or it could be your toothpaste, your mouthwash, whatever you taste right now, just call it out. And at that point, you should be in a state where you are like very much in your body and you're very much aware of the things around you. And that really helps you to bring down the stress level, bring down the anxiety, and just bring you back into your body to experience what is around you. Because when we tend to be anxious, we we tend to be all over the place mentally And we don't have a good awareness of where our body is and what we're doing, what's happening around us. And this 54321 technique really helps you get back into that. And that creates a great reset so that way then you can start to move forward into something else. This really helped me the other day. I was actually traveling around Hawaii, you would think, very peaceful. It was a very peaceful trip. It was very fun. I really enjoyed it. But for some reason, my body felt super anxious at the end of a day where I had to drive home. And I could not figure out why it was. It felt like it was just in my body. It wasn't really quite in my head. But me thinking and noticing that I was anxious kind of brought my head into an anxious state because I was like, well, what's going on? Am I feeling some other type of medical issue that I'm not aware of? And these questions started to crop up for me and that 54321 technique really helped bring me back. It like distracted me from the anxiousness that I was feeling, which really helped in that moment. Psst, are you enjoying this episode as much as I am? Girl, I hope so. If you're getting anything positive from this podcast, I would love it if you left a review and shared it with a friend you feel like needs to hear it. I know you hear this a lot, but this is really the only way other people can benefit and grow from this information as well. If you listen to this podcast, I'm assuming you have a desire for the world to be in a better place. And what better way to do that than by spreading awareness of self-development to help each person grow and be better a little more each day. And you might be asking, well, what's in it for you? Well, I'll shout you out on a future episode if you leave a review. Plus, at that point, we're pretty much friends. And the best part, it's completely free. So thank you so much for being a listener of Grow To Be Free. It really means the world to me. And now, back to the episode. So this next step might feel contradictory to what I just said. But it has worked for me in other anxious situations. Asking yourself questions. Ask what is triggering the stress. You know, in that last example, I could not find what was triggering the stress. So that 
ended up being another issue that I had to deal with, but the 54321 technique helped. But in other situations, you might be able to identify what is triggering that stress. And this is important because you can now rationalize or now logic yourself into getting out of that anxious state. Um, for example, if you ask yourself what is triggering that stress that you're feeling and you realize like, oh, I have a big deadline that I need to meet for work or for my business. And now you know, okay, that's why I'm feeling stressed out. That's why I'm feeling anxious. Okay, now you can ask yourself more questions like why exactly am I stressed about that deadline? And your answer might be, because it's very important and you might be worried about failing. So if you're worried about failing and it's something that is important, I would ask myself, okay, well, would it be the end of the world if I failed at that thing? Answer, probably not. And even asking like, what would happen if I failed at that? It's kind of a scary question, uh, but a therapist that I had a while back suggested it. And it's actually really helped me in a lot of ways to really play devil's advocate in my own thought processes to help myself identify what is going on and to help myself understand that it's not the end of the world if whatever I'm anxious about happens. And I also like to ask myself questions like, is this a situation you can control? And if not, what can you actually control? So for this question, I would really recommend digging deep and understanding that there's really only two things that you control. It's your attitude and your actions. So with that in mind, you cannot control any other situation, person, you can't control any of the environment that's happening really. To an extent, you might be able to, but in a general sense, you typically cannot. So focus on the things that you can control. Like right now, I can focus on calming my body down. So what am I gonna do? I'm gonna take action. And what is that action gonna be? I'm going to do these breathing techniques. I'm going to do the five, four, three, two, one. See how that kind of brings you full circle? You are able to pair these different techniques together, uh, these different ways that you could lower your stress levels. I feel like they are super key to just kind of like run through each one and move on to the next if something doesn't work or if you need to do more in order to help calm yourself down because typically I need to do that as well. So the next step is to troubleshoot. And what do I mean by that? I mean, if you cannot identify where the stress trigger is coming from or where the anxiety trigger is coming from, I would try to remove yourself from certain situations. So for example, when I was driving and I couldn't quite figure out why I was stressed, I was like, I don't think I'm stressed about driving. I've been driving all day long and I don't typically have like an anxious, I don't have anxiety with driving. So I didn't think that was the issue at all, but you know what? I was like, all right, you know what? Let me just try to remove myself from this. Luckily I had somebody else who was driving or who was a passenger. So I asked that person if he would be willing to drive and he did. And I felt better after that. I needed to kind of remove myself and then see how I felt after and see if that was an issue. So that really helped. And then I also tried 
talking to that person. I didn't talk to him about what exactly was going on because I wasn't exactly sure, but I did let him know like, hey, I'm, I'm feeling some anxiety right now. I'm not sure why. And just putting it out there and, and keeping a conversation. I feel like sometimes we just need to distract ourselves from what's going on, especially if we can't figure out or diagnose what the issue is. We don't always need to do that. Sometimes we just need to distract ourselves and get us through to the next moment and our bodies will calm down naturally. You can troubleshoot in many different ways. Those are just a few examples, but just troubleshooting like what really works for you in that moment. And that might take a little bit of active thinking on your part but you have control over your anxiety your anxiety doesn't control you so if you feel like your anxiety is just controlling the situation or controlling how you react or how you respond I believe that there's an opportunity to change that mindset and start to control your anxiety by focusing on the things that you can do and if you're listening to this here are these few ways that you can I would continue to try them so the next one if you're able to in that moment I would say journal your thoughts and I know I talk about journaling a lot but it really is so important it's been pivotal for me to be able to write down the things that are stressing me out even if I just can't even explain it just writing down my feelings writing down like what's happening and it just gets it out of you for the plain simple fact of just expelling that negative energy, expelling that anxiety onto something else in a safe space, it really does make you feel better. If you never tried journaling before, please try to do it at least once. If it doesn't work out for you, okay, fine. It is a practice though. If you do it one time and it doesn't work, I would recommend trying to do it multiple times and just seeing what happens. Don't don't have any inhibitions on it the the point is it's not to perform the point of journaling is not for anybody else except for yourself so just let yourself go let yourself write and then another way that you can help reduce your stress or anxiety is to go outside and go for a walk this is very low barrier to entry physical activity but really being outside and taking yourself out of the space that you're in can do wonders for how you feel in that moment because you might not even realize it but you might be anxious just because like you've been in the same spot for like eight hours or six hours i know i have because i work from home so definitely need to go outside and take a walk and i normally feel so much better the other component of that is being out in nature nature is super therapeutic i i believe that's just because we used to be outside a lot we were used to be in the elements and now we're kind of not and we we miss that sometimes i think our bodies just naturally want to feel the sun on our skin or you know just feel the breeze fresh air etc i that is going to be really key so if you haven't incorporated walking please do on that same note just getting your body moving can definitely help relieve anxiety there's a lot of studies behind that as well i do know for me personally working out at the gym and like you know lifting pushing my body and it does release like those endorphins it does release those uh positive feelings of enjoyment that we sometimes are looking for but i i do know sometimes that doesn't always work for me sometimes i need something else in that moment 
and it might might just be like sitting down and having some quiet time with myself and journaling so don't underestimate working out or don't underestimate moving your body and doing like yoga but also know that sometimes you can also pair it with some of these other ways as well and lastly i would recommend discovering your faith this is something that has really helped me out in overall just having more peace of mind for me my faith comes from a Christian background. And that doesn't mean you have to have that type of background. I just believe that the more that I tap into my spiritual side and go to God and give all of my problems to God, the more I start to feel like I do not have a weight on my shoulders. Because a lot of this pressure, a lot of this anxiety comes from the weight of the world on your shoulders. You feel like you have the pressure of providing for your family, being an activist and and helping society in one way or another, whatever you're passionate about. You feel like you have the pressure of making people happy, impressing your job, etc. And a lot of these pressures and things that we feel are definitely real in the sense they are real to us and we feel these, but we don't have to carry them. At least for my faith, I feel very confident and I find a lot of peace in that I can lay those things down at the foot of the cross, at Jesus' feet, and he can take care of it. I know a lot of people know Jesus take the wheel and that analogy is super accurate. Like There is something so freeing about just letting your worries go, letting your, your pressure, the anxiety that you feel go to something else, somewhere else that you know is being taken care of. I know that God takes care of me. I know that Jesus died for me and is taking care of me in every way possible. I might not understand it. I might not really know what's going on or I might not even feel like that's what I wanted in that moment. But I do know I'm always being taken care of and that type of peace of mind is priceless. And I always come back to that. That's something that always gives me peace and that's something that's worked for me. Please let me know what your feedback is on this episode in a review, a DM on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. So thank you so much. Have a wonderful day and I'll catch you in the next one.